0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Bear in Mind podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Happy, as always, to have you along with us. Over 28,000 of you have listened to the Bear in Mind podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Certainly, we are appreciative and thankful for that. You can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud if you're listening On the social media channels for the first time here today, go ahead, click subscribe. You don't have to do anything else. The latest episodes come right to your phone. We're talking golf on this edition of the Bear in Mind podcast. Welcome in one of the better ones to ever do it for the Golden Grizzlies golf program. His name is Connor Jones. He's trying to make a go of it right now in the professional ranks. Finished his career in the top 20 all time in scoring for the program. Was a Horizon League golfer of the week as well. And Connor, it's great to have you, my friend. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm doing well. I can't really complain. Heading out of the the cold
0: up in Michigan for a few more days. So I'm doing all right. No, that that's great to hear. And, and you're trying right now as we speak, as you said, you're rolling down, trying to get to Alabama. Uh, to play in a a qualifier for the Corn Ferry Tour. The the golf elite out there certainly aware of the Corn Ferry Tour. It's kind of a stepping stone to get to the PGA Tour and climb the ranks of professional golf and encounter. Uh, Just bring everybody up to speed. Uh, Your last round at Oakland came and went. You wrapped up your career for Oakland. What have you been doing since then? Maybe take us through the last couple years in a couple minutes.
1: Yeah. um, I played my last conference tournament. We obviously did not get the job done. Um, it was it was a tough pill to swallow. Um, then I, you know, luckily for me, I had to flip the switch and get right back into into summer golf mode. So um, that was the summer of 2018, probably the best year of my career. Uh, ended up a couple weeks later, I ended up winning the Horton Smith down at Detroit Golf Club. Um, Played pretty well the rest of the summer Ended up winning the Siren Memorial in Pontiac Um, And then kind of just had to sit down with my parents And I was like, you know what, I think I I think at some point I'm going to give this a go Uh, Still ended up having to finish school So I put that on the back burner a little bit And just worked and grinded Um, So yeah, the fall of twenty nineteen came around. I had played that summer as an amateur, um, and the fall of twenty nineteen decided to turn pro. Give it a give it a go while I'm young. Um, like I said, I felt like I was playing a lot of good golf. I felt like I had the ability to do it, and um, yeah. So turn pro in the fall of twenty nineteen, and then. Went down to Florida. Obviously, had to leave early due to COVID,
0: and here we are today. <laughs> here we are today, Connor. And and <laughs> well, see, I thought, and I'm saying this jokingly, of course. I thought, boom, you turn pro, you're playing on the PGA Tour, uh, corporate <laughs> jets and commercials and all that stuff. You mean that's not how it works, Connor?
1: Uh, unfortunately, that is not how it works. <laughs> the uh, the behind the scenes is is what people don't see and. That's that's the that's the part that everyone hears about where they're like, oh, these guys really grinded through and, you know, made it through like the grind is a perfect word for it. Uh, it, It's it's crazy. Like, I mean, I just got back from Florida, spent three months in Florida, um, came back first week of April right after Easter and now I'm driving back down to Alabama so a lot of driving involved in this in this job but I'm I'm very lucky to be able to give it a go so I am you know I I take everything in my life very seriously and and I'm very very lucky that I that my parents have allowed me to do this and I've always kind of bet on myself in my life, so this is kind of just another thing that, you know, there's plenty of people out there that are going to be like, you know, why are you turning pro? Do you really think you're that good? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Well, and that's
0: that's a that's a perfect way to put it, Connor. Because in essence, every single person that's on the PGA tour. I especially the grinders. You know, not not the guys that you see winning the masters all the time and stuff like that. The grinders. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it. You you are betting on yourself right now and you're you're prepared to go all the way.
1: Yeah, there there is uh I kind of maybe this how I've been brought up, but I've always I've always told people like if you're not willing to bet on yourself, who else is going to bet on you, right? So if you don't have self belief and I, and I think that's in anything, that could be a normal 9 to 5 job, that could be I mean that could be a professional athlete anything. If you can't bet on yourself and don't believe in yourself like how is anyone else going to believe in you and and truly think that you're going to reach your full potential?
0: Talking to Connor Jones here on the Bear in Mind podcast. He's chasing down those professional golf dreams right now. As always, we're brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Remember, subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. Just search hashtag Bear in Mind, Golden Grizzlies. However you can search it, click subscribe, and you are in there. Over 28,000 listens to the Bear in Mind podcast. This will get a few more for sure as we talk to Connor Jones. Headed down to Alabama right now, trying to do a Monday qualifier for the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, trying to give it a go, and, and it really is... Uh, Connor really is is a great story, somebody that I've you know struck up a friendship with, followed throughout the years. and and I know that there certainly are a lot of people pulling for him. But uh, Connor, one of one of the great things, and I talked to Nick Pumford earlier this week, and I asked him to share a story, a, a Connor Jones story. Uh, with me as as I told him I was getting ready to talk to you this weekend and and one of the things that he told me that that really struck me and I I think it it describes you very well uh, as we know Jake Neen qualified for the 3M event in in Minnesota on the PGA Tour uh, this season uh, and got the opportunity to play with the best in the world and and Nick Pumford told me the story that with Jake qualifying the person who was happiest in the room was probably connor jones i.e more happy than probably jake Neen was uh, at the time but uh, that's the kind of guy you are right i mean that's uh, the the energy the passion that that's what it takes to be someone that wants to bet on themselves it, you are all in emotionally
1: yeah um same thing i, I think it's, it's just how i've been brought up i've always uh yeah, and obviously those are pretty high words from both of you guys, so I appreciate that. But I I don't know, like I I've always been one who I always want my friends to succeed and I get to grind with Jake and I've been grinding with Jake for whew, I mean, I've played against Jake since since we were six and i have a picture of that you can pull up and <laughs> um but we've been you know through when i transferred to oakland my sophomore year i mean I, i've hit more balls with that kid than I, I mean probably anyone apart from maybe his dad and it's i mean we talk every day you know we we could send two text messages a day but like we're always checking in on each other, you know, checking in on each other's ball swing. And um, I've just had such a great relationship with Jake and his family. So when, you know, when one of your best friends does something like that, I mean, that is at a national stage. Like, but I was playing my Michigan, there's the article when he qualified. Like, I was playing my Michigan Open qualifier. And I was more interested towards the end of the round, like, what did Jake shoot? What did Jake shoot? <laughs> right. What did Jake shoot? And that's it, just, like I said, I, I always want my friends to succeed. And it doesn't matter what they're doing. Like I said, it could just be a normal job. Like, I just, I find enjoyment in my friends succeeding, especially when you see what kind of work goes into it, right? So that that's kind of, I do think that's kind of how i am as a person um so yeah it it was awesome like i was texting them. i was you know i i i wish i would have been there right right and but yeah it it, that is one of the coolest things i've ever seen um and you kind of like you just kind of can't put it into words right and i bet i was happier than jake because i bet jake was in shock at that point (laughs)
0: quite honestly you know
1: it's one of those things when you get playing really well and you know i think he was one of the first groups off so i'm pretty sure he had to wait around a long time but it's just one of those rounds where you kind of black out and you just do something crazy and and it's almost like waking up from a dream because it's like oh here we go you know and then he obviously with everything going on he had to basically right when he figured out he qualified he had to go right to the COVID testing center and now he's you you know you're nervous because now you gotta hope to pass this test as well right
0: it's an added element no doubt
1: absolutely you know and that's just you know with the pandemic that's just what the that's what the times have have called for but yeah I I think I think like I said that's just always that's always been my kind of MO like I've always been extremely happy for my friends when they do something crazy.
0: Talking to Connor Jones here on the Bear of Mind podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group as he's getting ready to head down to Alabama. Actually heading down to Alabama as we speak, trying to qualify for the Corn Ferry Tour and further pursue this professional uh, golf dreams, these professional golf dreams that he has. Another story, Connor, that, that Nick Pumford shared with me, and, and I think this dovetails uh, uh, really well into your situation right now as, you, as you're trying to trying to establish yourself as a pro. He, he, he brought up the fact that they're you know coming down the end of the 17 season I want to say or maybe the 16 season I can't remember exactly which one but anyway uh, you were not playing your best golf uh, needless to say and you hadn't quite made it into the uh, into the upcoming tournament in in the rotation so so you went down there as an individual and played some of the best golf of your of your career uh, that was with the Penn State event I believe um, yeah yeah and and but that just that just goes to show that. I think that fuels very nicely for you in this pursuit that you're going on right now, because you, you talked about betting on yourself. You can rise up and you're going to have to rise up repeatedly because this is, this is a game of failure, right?
1: Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, there's a, I I had a sit down with my parents. Not many people know this, but I almost did not come back for my senior season. Cause I was playing so bad and I was such a miserable person on the golf course like I'll be the first to admit it um, and I actually thought about quitting I did um, but I kind of I gave it some time I, I put my clubs away for a couple weeks and I kind of just fully reset going into the summer uh, mentally, physically you know I was trying to put in work and I was playing so bad and it was just not fun. Like I I said, I I was just miserable. Um, And ended up going into my senior year, qualified for – I might have missed one fall event. I I don't actually remember about my senior year, quite honestly. But we got to spring, and we went down to Colleton River. So this was 18 that he was talking about. So we went to Colleton River and I shot 88 and then I shot 83 and I was just same thing, just not in a good mental state because I'm sitting there putting in all this work, right? I feel like I'm working on the right stuff. And then I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. And for me, like letting down the team, like, I couldn't stand not being a accounting score for the team. Right. That, that's just something that I always worked hard for and grinded it out for. Like, just help the team on and off the course. That was my big thing. Like, the new kids that were coming in, like, I just wanted to – like, we had all these team meetings, and we came up with this team saying, like, set the standard. You know, I, I'm on my way out, so I want his young kids to understand what needs to go into it. Um. So, yeah, and we had a sit-down meeting, and I-, I ended up shooting 73 in the final round, so, like, it was good, a good comeback, but I-, I also had nothing to play for, and I realized that I was nice and relaxed, and I was like, whoa, this is, you know, maybe this is a step in the right direction, but um, at the time, Thomas was a freshman, And, I mean, Thomas is a great player, as you've seen from all the results. Oh, yeah, no doubt,
0: no doubt. The the resume doesn't lie. But,
1: yeah, absolutely not. And he ended up – we had a sit-down meeting when we got back. He's like, listen, man, I got to take you out of the lineup. And I I was like, I totally understand. I said, he needs experience. I'm literally doing nothing to help the team. (laughs) And – unfortunately that was you know that's hard for me to say at the time because obviously I wanted to keep grinding out with my team but you know for him as a coach like you got to put the best lineup out there and if if it doesn't involve me as a senior that's fine so anyways missed a few tournaments but in the meantime like I kind of looked at myself in the mirror and was like listen it's time like time to get extra hours in the gym, extra reps in the gym by myself, like, hit golf balls on your own, like, plug your music in, like, basically block out all the other noise, and, and hope he, hope we have an individual in, in a tournament, and I can get back in. Um, we go down to Penn State, and, I ended up shooting, I want to say I shot 66 the first round, And I was leading the tournament. And then I ended up shooting 73-73, and I think I finished top five. Uh, So, yeah, it was obviously nice, and it it was cool, right? But I still didn't know if I was going to conferences. So I'm like, well, damn, I did all I could. Uh, but if if I don't get plugged in the lineup for conferences, like so be it. That could have been my last college tournament,
0: right? And um, and, and Connor too, like that that permeates now because you and I had this discussion before trying to go out the to the Corn Ferry Tour, which is what you're doing now to make it the yeah. PGA Tour. You're playing against killers now. Do, do people realize? Do do golf people realize the caliber of play that are that are on the, these? I don't want to call them lower level tours, but I mean, you know, the, the yeah, semi pro tours, yeah, the developmental tours and, and things like that. Do people realize the, the caliber of player that's trying to make it?
1: No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I mean these cat these cats just, come
0: out. They shoot they shoot sixty two sixty three every single day. You got to be twenty under to win these things.
1: Yeah, like Corn Fairy. I mean, they take it twenty plus under every single week. It, it's it's insane. Um, like. You look at a guy like Jake. He's got conditional status on uh, Latin America and McKenzie. But he's not even guaranteed to get starts. And this is the kid that just qualified for a PJ Tour event. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. Evan,
1: Evan Bowser, same thing. I mean, absolute... I mean, these absolutely ball. And, you know, they get on the McKenzie Tour, and it's, it's hard. Like, first off... There's no money to be made, quite honestly, on the developmental tours. Uh, that's – but when you're grinding for it, it's it's not about the money. If it is about the money, you're probably not going to be successful, if I'm being quite honest. <laughs>
0: right. Um,
1: but, uh, you know, you watch the PJ Tour guys, and they make – you know, they win a tournament and get $1.5 million, right? That looks great, but that's – that's the top one percent of guys. Uh, when it comes to the development tours though, no people, have, and and they, I mean, these kids are so good, so good. I mean, you can play one day events in Orlando, and guys are shooting 63, 64
0: Right, and that's and that's and really that's just
1: in a one day hundred dollar throw in, like to win six hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: like, it's it's crazy yeah. it doesn't matter what what event you go to there are just there are guys that can i mean there are guys that could potentially shoot 59 every single round they tee it up it's just a matter of when something like that happens
0: yeah and it just goes to show you too i mean to, to what you have to go through and it goes to show you too how good the guys on to the Dustin Johnsons of the world and, and the perennial oh, the perennial gosh. winners. I mean they're they're on another stratosphere. There's no doubt about it. As we wrap up our conversation here with Connor Jones on the Bear in Mind podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Connor, before we let you go here, what what what's it going to take, man? You know what what what's what's the path? I guess you would say. How do you have this drawn up in your mind? Where are you how are you going to get to where you want to go?
1: Just uh, I mean right now. Obviously, hope we sort of get everything open back up, you know, in terms of the pandemic and everything, and more tournaments open up. Unfortunately, I don't have status anywhere. Um, tried to play Q School for Mackenzie Tour this year, didn't successfully qualify. Um, I'm going to continue to go back to Q School, whether it's Corn Ferry, whether it's Mackenzie Tour. Um, I. If I don't get status, I'm gonna try to Monday qualify into everything that I have the uh, ability to. I mean, I'll try Rocket Mortgage. I'll probably head to Ohio for a Corn Ferry event, maybe Tennessee. Um, so yeah, we'll kind of see. I mean, it definitely takes one or two breaks to get to get any notice, but. Like I said, it could be any week. I mean, that's the reason I'm traveling down to Bama right now because, you know, I could qualify on Monday and it could be a life-changing week. So I I see – it's obviously hard to tell the future, but, you know, my future outlook for golf is I'm just going to keep grinding it out. And, you know, if, if I don't catch a break, so be it. On to the next one. Try to qualify for whatever I can, and you know, play mini tour events in between. So that's that's pretty much it right now.
0: I love it, Connor. I, I love it. I love talking to you, man. I, I love the energy you bring, and uh, you know, Appreciate yeah, you know, mutual. yeah, you know that that we're always we're always keeping an eye on it. We're always pulling for you, and uh, certainly we're gonna catch back up with you down the road. It, you're not done yet, my friend. I know that. I know that in my heart.
1: Much appreciated.
0: Absolutely. I don't, I
1: don't plan on being done anytime soon. I'll be honest with you. I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to. I am willing to give it a go for a, a bunch more years. Um, like I said, I just I, I have the confidence in myself. You know, plenty of people could look at it and be like, "Oh, you didn't have a good first year. Why didn't you give it up? It's expensive." But like I told you before, I mean. I just put your golf grips on the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta work and get a paycheck to pay for my next tournament. So be it. That's uh, that that's what I want to do for the next few years. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, whatever the future holds, the future holds. Hopefully, good, but you never know.
0: He's always willing to bet on himself. He is Connor Jones, a former Oakland golfing great, trying to give it a go in the professional ranks. So for Connor Jones, my name is Neil Rule. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Bear in Mind podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Well, see you later.